Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Sugar Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. I'm running solo today because my, you know, my crew they work really hard. But uh, today's episode is kind of personal because uh, I, I am bringing back some. I'm bringing somebody on the show today who I have known since I was a little kid. And uh, as most of you know, if you listen to this podcast, I didn't have the best upbringing uh, in the world. Uh, you know, I was what they would say a troubled kid, but uh, I don't like the word troubled. I was misunderstood and misguided. And so even though my parents were there, there were some days that they weren't there. And in those days, uh, they weren't there. I was not the best child of my best behavior because so much built up anger and frustration and you're going through hormones and, you know, so much things are going on uh, during adolescence. And so uh, you really look for that guidance. And when my mom and dad did a lot. They made sure that we stayed uh, in the books they educated because even though we went to a uh, predominantly, uh, we lived in a black neighborhood, my mom made sure we went to a predominantly white uh, school because uh, it had a better education. Not to knock the, uh, our black community, but we had a better education. And that wasn't just me. A lot of parents do do that so that their kids can have the best education. And we can talk about the education system later uh, when it comes to minorities. But my mom and dad made that sacrifice to get us to a better education. So uh, that was same with our church life. They went to church and uh, they saw that we were, you know, kids. But uh, at the same time, they got provided us opportunities that we would never thought we would see. Uh, so with that being said, uh, every summer uh, in middle school and high school, I would go to this camp uh, in Oklahoma. And there was some people that I never thought I would meet. And one person that I did meet that was kind of my best friend throughout childhood, uh, every summer I had to make sure she was there, was our guest today. Uh, help me welcome Coach Rachel of Swoosh Athletics. Coach, how you doing right now? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. That was kind of like a long intro, but I had to give you <laughs> the proper, you know. And the thing is, is that I have not talked to Coach Rachel, uh, I guess, on the phone or uh, virtually uh, in 12 years, 12, 13 years. It's been a long time, Rachel. It has been a long time. You still look the same. <laughs> uh, you know, chubby cheeks, you know, a little gray hair everywhere, but, you know. You still oh, look... we've all aged a little. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, I'm so proud of you, what you've been doing. And, like I said, this is like a reunion, y'all, so you have to forgive me. This is supposed to be a good interview, but this is a, <laughs> this is a reunion. This is my best friend, like, at camp. So, I mean, Rachel, you, we had some good times at camp, right? Oh, most definitely. Church camp was one of those things that you just met so many incredible people. And still to this day, I may not speak to a lot of those people every day, but just keeping up with them on social media has been really cool to see their kids grow and, and all the things that they've done with their life. So yeah, we, we had some incredible times and met some incredible people. Yeah. And then one thing about Rachel is that like we used to call her Pope Joy because that was her last name. So and then like <laughs> and like her brother, we used to call him Pretty Boy because he was like always like the pretty boy account. I know he don't want to hear that, but yes, his hair. <laughs> he was always the pretty boy, but that was Rachel, man. I always wanted to, like, one thing about Rachel, she used to beat me up on the basketball court. Like, <laughs> Rachel could hoop. I don't know if you remember those days, but I used to try to go against you in basketball, man. But you know, <laughs> Rachel would be so tough on the basketball court. Like, she wouldn't play with the girls. Like, she would play with the guys because she was that good. And, like, and you was taller than most people, too. Like, you were taller than most people at camp, but man, like just 
we had some good times, Rachel. Like, I really do miss that friendship that we had yeah. because it really uh, helped me out. But uh, for those who don't know you, like I do, just tell us, like, first off, just tell us, you know, who you are and where you're okay. um, So I am Rachel Jones, um, and I am from uh, Wyoming, or actually was born up there, but we moved a ton growing up between Wyoming, Oklahoma, and Texas. Um, I'm currently in Oklahoma, which is where my nonprofit and my uh, youth sports organization are both located. I have two kids, um, one son, one daughter, nine and 10 years old. So I feel like I'm getting on up there in age, right? Your face said it all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like, man, we got kids now? Like, wow. I know. I know we are we're definitely getting to the point where like we're growing um, up and they're growing up and every time they hit a new milestone I just feel a little bit older so <laughs> and you say that I don't look, I, I look the same but like no seriously you look the same like you Do seriously I? <laughs> look the same like you like you're like you 15 years old seriously oh thank you I still get ID'd sometimes um but otherwise they don't ID me and I'm like I am 31 years old <laughs> oh wow! And so it, it is crazy because, like, like we haven't seen each other so long. So, I me calling you Jones now is like, I can't do I it. I know. I'm trying like so hard to because I guess your your old last name like sticks out, and it's like, man, that's just now she's yeah. Jones, and I'm like, man. So, but like like you said, we kept up with each other so much uh, throughout yeah. these years. I'm glad you're one friend uh, that from church camp that I did not lose contact with because, like, you to me, my definition uh, growing up. You always kept it real, you know, and that's kind of one thing about you that you did at a young age that you've been, I've noticed you've been able to carry out, uh, you know, because like you were not like brother and sister back in the day. You were always just yeah. like thick as thieves. We were always together and I was hanging out and stuff. But like, like, you know, we, we used to butt heads too, but it's like <laughs> after all these years, we're still like kicking and hanging out or, or talking to each other on social media. So I'm yeah. glad that, you know, to see that that humbleness and that realness has transformed you into the coach racial and the motivator that you're trying to be uh, to the youth right now is what we're going to talk more to coach Rachel Jones about what she's doing in the community and how she's giving back to those less fortunate. Stay tuned. This is the straight up show podcast on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest. And that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. All right, welcome back to your Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin, joined with the lovely and talented coach, Rachel Jones, all the way to Oklahoma. Thank you once again, Rachel. Uh, for coming on the show. She is the coach of Swoosh Athletics. <laughs> Did I say it right? Swoosh? Yes. Yep. yes. You got to get the hand gesture, though. It's Swoosh, swoosh Athletics. Yeah, hey, make sure y'all support that group. We're going to talk more about them here in a second. But uh, she is not only the coach of Swoosh 
Athletics. <laughs> uh, she is also one of the co-founders of Youth First. And so, uh, as we talked about earlier, me and Rachel met uh, at church camp, a place that I went to get away from uh, the daily and the summer times, uh, living in the projects in the hood to where I think that saved my life if I didn't meet people and diversify myself like Rachel. And uh, it was these new opportunities that I didn't know that existed where I come from. And to meet people like Rachel who kept it real and just was my best friend, you know, because where I come from, we don't have those opportunities. So Rachel, you know, you're doing something kind of like that. You know, you're giving back to the community uh, with you first in swoosh athletics. Uh, so just tell us about, you know, first off, what is uh, Youth First? So Youth First is a nonprofit organization that I founded, and its goal is to partner the concepts of books and ball. Um, so right now, our goal is to help provide books into youth sports organizations um, and help encourage reading and literacy among young athletes. Okay, and that's that's pretty much needed because I mean, I, I, like me, and I'm not trying to dig in any of my old teachers, but I know because I did play sports, like education was not the focal point of it. Because if yeah. I go back to high school, I was a dumb kid. I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, I was. I didn't care about school. I care about sports. So, uh, you you're trying to get these children involved in education outside of just sports, right? And so, yeah. Uh, what was your i what was your what was your thinking of coming up with this like what made you do this and like uh is it because of the community you're in or something that you always wanted to do like what what made you do this yeah so there's a little bit of both both of the the community that i'm in as well as just you know my own personal experiences growing up um as a young athlete there is a lot of emphasis put on athleticism and doing well in the sport um, and sometimes that is in lieu of the education or making sure that, that 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 young athlete or that young kid is doing well in reading and math and those concepts that really matter. Um, and so there was a lot of that growing up where teachers or the environment wasn't really putting a ton of emphasis or the right type of emphasis on education. Um, I even remember growing up where if, as long as I came to class early, if it was a class I was struggling in, you know, you were passed anyway, you were given those good grades anyway, because the sports aspect, because of what I brought to the, to the table on the court. And so that was a part of it. But as I began to have my own children and uh, really thought about the environment that I would like them to grow up in and uh, like different pillars that were really important to me, Youth First was born from that. It didn't start out as a books and ball mission. It actually started out as wanting to provide them with um, different opportunities like music, tech and coding, um, other things like that that are not really as readily available to our, um, you know, our youth. But when I started coaching and just all of the emphasis that was really placed on the athleticism there, um, I actually started to bring in books into our um our gym right during practice and I was getting a ton of pushback from parents about the kid needs to put down the book and pick up the ball and it just was like flashbacks to childhood of all of the times that I shouldn't have gotten that A that I shouldn't have gotten that B that I really needed the extra help in the classroom but because of what I brought to the table like I said on the court or the track or cross country whatever the sport was at that time you know you're you're given that pass which really doesn't set you up for success. So 
a lot of different experiences from childhood and then becoming a coach and really seeing the same type of environment being conveyed to my young athletes really helped kind of push me in the direction for our first initiative for youth first being books and ball. And, and that's, and that's going true because I know in Oklahoma, y'all got some ballers out there. Y'all got some, yeah. got some trade, the Trey Youngs and the Blake Griffins and you know, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all really bring some ballers out of Oklahoma. So I give y'all that. And, and <laughs> I definitely understand this because, you know, I, I had a 23% in English my senior year in high school, but we was in the playoffs. So my teacher was like, look, I'm going to give you a C in college day. So I had 23%, yeah. 23% in English. That's bad, you know, and so yeah. uh, I'm glad that you were taking this initiative, especially with your children, which to me is still kind of as somebody who personally knows you to see you have like uh, children of your own. And but right now it's kind of like, wow, just to see you as a mother now, but you're really like you're, you're really doing hands. You're do, doing more than hands on. You're teaching other children. I know that somebody who comes from the projects like myself. Uh, what kind of children are you working with? Like, is it just children in the community or just uh, regular rec kids or what kind of kids are you dealing with? Um, we deal with uh, kids from all walks of life. So um, when athletes come into the sports organization, um, everyone is welcome. If athletes come and they're looking for books um, or they're looking to, to go out to one of our free community bookcases or something, um, it's open to everybody. So regardless of the walk of life that you come from, um, regardless of, you know, where your parents come from or anything, every initiative that we work on is open to the public completely. So any young athlete, any young kid is welcome. And you said community books. Like, tell us about the community books that you have set up and how people can go to them. And like, just tell us about, like, what was the purpose of the community books that you do? Yeah, so we actually have um, two locations. So one of them is in um, Santa Fe Family Life Center, which is a, um, it is actually also a nonprofit, but it hosts um, a four court basketball facility. It has, um, oh gosh, it's got tennis. They actually host and do a lot of major work with our disabled community. So wheelchair basketball, things of that sort. Um, so one of our free community bookcases is there. And it's so interesting. I actually, my, my group practices there. So swoosh, my team, we practice there twice a week. And every time I come in, the bookcase is messed up. And that is incredible to me because the books have been moved and kids have been coming in and they're, they're picking books off the shelves. They're taking them, they're moving what, you know, anytime you see that the bookcase is messed up to me, that's a great thing because the kids are in there and they're looking at the books and they're picking books and I go in and I straighten it and I see there's a couple less books. And so every single time I go in there, it's really cool. And I go straight in the bookcase and it's like, it's like my happy place. So every time I go in, I go fix the bookcase and I'm like, ah, I love it. So that's one location. And then our second location is at Bell Books Boutique and More. And that is actually a bookstore. So a lot of people are like, why would you put a free community bookcase in a bookstore? And secondly, why would they allow you <laughs> to put a free bookcase in the bookstore? But the cool thing about Bell is that one, they were actually already providing free books um, before our program came to their location. So that that was already something that they were doing. We chose that location because of how incredible the founders are. So all of the work that they do in the community um, is so big. And so we really sought them out as partners as well as sought Santa Fe out specifically as our first gym location. So 
kids can go into either one of those locations, pick a book. They do not have to return it. It's not something where they need to pay for it. It's not something where they need to bring other books in order to get books. It's, it's open completely. So kids can go in there, pick a book, whatever they like. Now, like I said, you're a mother of two, uh, two mm-hmm. children and like with social media being so detrimental to people right now and has so much influence and like, you know, I'm in a community right now to where we just had a school shooting and I'm one of my neighborhood schools and yeah. how important, not only as a mother, uh, but as a coach to get like, you, I mean, you teach right now, like, what is it? Like fifth grade, sixth grade, right? Is it kind of? No, uh-uh, I don't teach. I don't um, teach, I actually, coach, like, oh, coach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I coach fourth grade girls. Fourth grade. So like, yeah. and I used to teach and they always told me that fifth grade is the age you want to just grab them. And like, you know, so with that yeah. being said, like, how important is it to, I guess, grab those like kids early on so they don't get, I guess, not brainwashed, but influenced uh, by social media and what they see. And like me, honestly, I'm one of those people who hate social media because I think like I said the kids could be more into books and going outside and being at yeah. So like how is it important to you as a parent, but also a coach to have be more involved in these kids upbringing, especially at that age group that you're at right now? Um, well, so social media is one of those things that has just kind of evolved, right? And so we didn't, um, when we were growing up, have all of these same influences or distractions um, or exposure to as many things as kids are seeing these days. Um, for my kids, we actually talk about uh, like the different social media challenges that come up. And we talk about them, why it's important to ask if we're not sure, why it's important to speak to our parents, why it's important not to try some of these challenges because you don't know the outcome. Um, The Oklahoma City community, there was a team here that unfortunately lost a 12 year old kid due to one of the challenges, I believe it was called like the blackout challenge or something. Um, 12 year old boy um, died attempting the challenge and that hit our basketball community directly. Um, So we do a lot of talking about social media because of the presence and the influence that it can have. And just talking to kids about using it smartly and making sure that they are talking to their parents or talking to a trusted adult, you know, and asking those questions and not getting wrapped up in the peer pressure aspect of it or how many likes they can get, you know, by doing certain things. So we do, we do a lot of talking about that. Now, as stated before, like I said, you you work very involved with parents and, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, how you coach their children or what you're doing with them, like what's some things that you've had to go through, some conflicts you've had on your journey, not only with youth uh, first, the organization that you have right now, but with Swoops Athletics, what kind of pushback have you been getting outside of parents that, hey, you know, focus on uh, the, the, athletic self, the athletic part of it compared to just yeah. the books part? So um, (laughs) it's funny because, you know, when you're a coach, when you're a parent, um, hell, when you're an adult, (laughs) you um, always have to stay a student of life. And so um, one of the things that I really try and do is take in any sort of feedback. You know, if there's a conflict, there's a reason for that conflict. Is it a lack of communication on my end? Is it something that I can or should be doing differently or better in order to um, either teach the subject or, you know, coach, whatever it may be in that moment. So, I mean, there's, 
there's always going to be conflicts that arise, but transparency is key. Making sure you stay a student of the game always, even as the coach. Um, I tell my parents and I tell people and new coaches that I come into contact with, you will learn from these kids more than they will probably ever learn from you. They teach you how to speak to them. They teach you how to coach them. Um, just because you coach one kid one way does not mean that you're going to coach the next kid that very same way. Um, and so you really like customize and cater to them because that is the way that they grow. So, yeah, I mean, there's conflicts here and there that are, that do arise, but I always self-reflect and make sure that it's something that if I can do it differently or better that I do. Do you have any, like any worries at all about anything at all? Like just with doing all this at all? Like, or... Um, I think one of the things is just finding a balance, right? So all of us as adults uh, attempt to find that balance throughout life of work, um, you know, any extracurriculars, like in this case, having a nonprofit and having a youth sports organization, having two kids of my own, uh, also having a full-time job. I'm on the school board PTA or the school PTA board. Um, I'm also helping and um, I am the women's commissioner this year for the Team Oklahoma USA games. I mean, I hold a lot of hats, right? And so making sure that each one is getting everything that they need, like each cup is being filled, especially my two kids. Because uh, my son, I don't know if you know this, but he doesn't play basketball. And so Swoosh Athletics is a youth sports organization, which is primarily where I spend a lot of focus on my daughter and those girls, right? So making sure that I build that balance for my son is very important to me too. Um so just finding a balance, honestly, is my only worry and making sure that I can give everything to every single avenue that I'm touching. I say God bless you because I, I look at the stuff you do. I'm like, how does she do it? Like, and I, I, I feel like I do a lot, but I'm like, you have so many hats, Rachel. I mean, honestly, I think you should run the politics, but that's just me. Oh, wait. You know, that's just me. <laughs> I think you should run the politics because people can really uh, grasp it to you. And if you don't know who Rachel Jones is, uh, she is definitely one of those people who who really gives back to the community. And you really, I think that's kind of what made our our friendship blossom as kids because, you know, you didn't know me from shampoo, you know, and uh, that's a little yeah. saying, sorry, my bad. But that's a little saying, like, <laughs> but like, you didn't know me at all. But like for some reason, like, yeah. you know, you just, because you know where we come from, you know, the kind of people yeah. we, we used to be associated with at, at camp. And some people weren't the nicest, you know, and especially when it came to race, which sucks and stupid, but you know, that didn't bother you, you know, and, and even though that we're grown ups now and like we have our own, yeah, you yourself have mixed race kids, but yeah. just something like that didn't bother you. And like, even though something small that you did as being my friend and, and, and as, as kids, that meant a lot to me, you know what I mean? So even though right now, most of the kids that you deal with right now are mostly uh, like children, like it's people like you who is not of the same race that's putting your time out that says, you know what? I care. It doesn't matter what you are. What, and that, that really does affect people. So I want to say personally, as a friend, a childhood friend of yours, thank you because like being accepted in a community that I didn't know anything about, you know, it, it, and Rachel can tell you, I was, a, me and my sister, all the black kids at camp. And so, you know, we stood out for the bunch, but like just being accepted, you know, and just yeah. one of the, we were there for one cause. And so yeah. same with Switch Athletics and like, you know, they're there for learning and be coached and have some guidance. And so like that didn't matter. And so I love how you've always had that approach, not only as a kid, but now as an adult. Uh ladies yeah. and gentlemen, right, Coach Rachel Jones, 
She's making a difference. We'll have more with Coach Rachel Jones on the other side of the break. This is the Straight Up Show podcast. Coming back soon. Straight up, we know that all lives matter, but historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message. That message, end inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as nineteen ninety nine. Hey, Calvin here, host of the Straight Up Show podcast. And guess what? We're back bigger and better than ever with new guests, new straight up topics, and a new way to support the Straight Up Show podcast. That's right. You can now support our podcast by becoming a Patreon patron. Straight Up has four different tiers that you can choose from, with each tier having their own perks. Your monthly donation helps us produce efficient straight up content that you love so much. For more details, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash straight up show podcast 318. That's patreon.com forward slash straight up show podcast 318. I'm Sutan from Southside Season 2 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? All right, so welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I am joined today by Coach Rachel Jones with Youth First and swoosh athletics like that's so it's i'm telling you i've known rachel for a long time like probably half my life and i i, I it's still so hard to keep calling you jones i'm like this is so hard to call i know because we didn't call you <laughs> rachel we called you pope joy so it's kind of like hey pope joy what you doing or you know baby pope joy what are you doing i'm like anybody know. that knows me from that time of my life still calls me pope joy regardless okay. so okay. it's fine <laughs> okay i was like but you gotta be all professional now and say by your government <laughs> no name and, it's totally fine <laughs> and, and people call me craig and i'm like you know what only if you don't want to get shanked <laughs> don't call me craig I'm just <laughs> that's my middle name so don't, don't call me all that because that means i'm in trouble but no <laughs> we're here we're, we're here with rachel like i said a childhood friend of mine uh, as you know, straight up, we like to get back to the community, whether it's in Africa or India. But hey, we're back home this time, and we're giving back uh, this way. Rachel, one yeah. of those people, that's how I like to have good people around me. She's giving back too, and she is part of Youth First. Can you represent right quick? Can you show us? Oh, can I can. Hold on. Yeah, Let me Youth see. First. Youth there we first. go. Curiosity, we opportunity, go. and community. Uh, there you and, go. <laughs> and so, like I said, we love giving back to the community. She's giving back with books. And, and, and education with her athletics. So we talked about youth first and what you're doing mm-hmm. to the community and how vital education is uh, to our community, especially our youth. Uh, it is great to tackle them early on because they will lose interest uh, with peer yeah. pressure or social media, whatever. We don't want that to happen in our community, especially uh, in the black and brown community, also in any other community as well, but especially that, that community. But uh, so you, we talked about the education part. Let's talk about swoosh. Mm-hmm. Swoosh. Let's talk about the team. Like, how did you get into swoosh athletics? Tell us about that. 
well, I've actually been coaching for probably about three years. Um, I was with a different organization and uh, just made the transition to build something myself. So, oh gosh, maybe six weeks ago, uh, we launched Swoosh Athletics and um, I brought my fourth grade team with me. And it's been a really incredible experience. Um, you know, coaching already is really incredible, but to have something of my own that I've built, um, you know, it's just, I mean, it makes the experience that much better. And so you said this is like, this team is what, fourth graders and like, mm -hmm. and I see that you travel a lot, right? Yeah. So we, we're definitely a competitive travel team. Uh, we've been between Kansas, Texas, uh, Oklahoma, of course, places like that potentially Florida next year for AAU nationals. If it's there, if not, we may end up in Ohio. Um, so yeah, definitely. We'd love to travel. And let me ask you a question. I got to ask like, so if right now, even though as big as I am, do you think that you could take me still one-on-one -on -one or what? What's up? <laughs> oh, listen, listen, <laughs> you can't beat me at basketball. Okay. I, I, I just, could. I need you to know that. Okay. Remember back, we reminisced earlier about how I whooped up on you on the basketball court earlier. Just remember those moments. And okay. And you'll be good. And flip-flops. <laughs> I still hey. remember. You beat me in flip-flops. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's funny. But Swoosh Athletics, like I said, Rachel, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing great with this opportunity with these children. So, um, like, if you had a message uh, to the kids out there, uh, like, if you're talking to your kids, your, your fourth grade yeah. girls right now, like, those who are just kind of, like, I guess lost when it comes to community and guidance, like, what would be a message that you would give not only to these children who are not because they, they used to call me a troubled a troubled child and I wasn't troubled, yeah. just misguided. Uh so what would you have what would be your message to them of motivation or or just saying, hey, why education is important to you? Man, so this is this is interesting. I um I have a another nonprofit partner that I speak to a lot and she is so poetic with her words and that makes everything she says so incredibly powerful. And one thing that she has said to me a lot is find your grounding point, right? Find your why and then push from there. That will always keep you humble. It will always keep you focused. It will always keep you on task. It will always make sure that you remember where you came from and why you started. Um, and one of the things I would probably say to the kids is um, always remember why it's important to you. Um, never veer off track because of someone else and what they want you to do. Man, I would tell them to stay confident in, in everything that they do in life, whether it's fourth quarter, whether it's school, whatever it may be, stay confident and give it your all. You know, they lace up their shoes the same way you do. They're putting on their uniform the same way you do. So just stay confident and give it everything you got every time. And how vital is it for, like I said, just I know the parents that get involved, but just how vital is it for our children to be uh, educated going forward? I know, I know you stay on your children about education, but about yeah. just being educated and what it can do for you, not only because, I mean, you can make it to the top. You can be a Blake Griffin or you can be a Candace Parker, uh, but like cause, and we all know that you can break your Achilles heel or you can tear a tendon and that's it. Yeah. So like, yeah. So why is it important to be educated outside of just athletics? Well, so each level, there's a little bit less 
of a percent of athletes that go through, right? And so you've got athletes that play, say, in elementary that maybe don't go into middle school to play. You've got athletes that play in middle school that don't go to high school to play. And then once you hit that high school level and try to go into the college realm, it's an even lower percent of athletes that make it on that next level. So whether you go D1, D2, uh, JUCO, whatever route you may take, the percentage is very small. If you think about women's basketball going to the WNBA, the percent is even smaller than it is of male athletes that have the opportunity to go to the NBA. Education is what takes you to that next level. So doing well in school is going to get more colleges to look at you. Doing well in college is great because you're building a career for life. And after basketball, after athletics, there is still a career for you. And that career um, is not going to be, you know, you can't play basketball until you're 80. You can't play basketball until those things. And so education is a great um, tool for you to build your life around and to have something to fall back on. Um, it's also great for you to build, to be able to build that career with. So it's really, really vital and crucial for these young athletes to um, take their education and make sure that it's just as important to them as their athleticism. Wow. That's so true. And that's, uh, like I said, just a lot of these athletes now, everybody can't, everybody can't be like Shaq and be on every poster board, but just, it's very critical, you know, and that, that I'm glad that you are giving back to the community with not only with Youth First, but Shrews Athletics as well. Uh, with that being said, how can us as a community support not only Youth First, but Shrews Athletics? Uh, what do you need from the community and how can we donate uh, to your nonprofit? Um, so for Youth First, we are always looking for book donations. Um, so if you have a business, um, like we actually had an eye doctor that ran a um, book drive for us. And so they had all of their patients bring in books and then they donated us um, probably a hundred or more books that came from their community. And so book drives, book donations are crucial um, to us being able to provide out books in our free community bookcases and across the community, um, but also monetary donations. So when we partner with these youth sports organizations um, or into different tournaments and things like that, we're looking to be able to provide um, books that are catered to the group. So if we're looking to provide books to, say, a team that graduates in 2025, then we need to be able to provide specific books that are great for their age group. So monetary donations are crucial for our um, us to be able to thrive as well. Our website is weareyouthfirst.org. You can donate on there. We have Cash App. We also take checks. So whatever way you want to donate, we probably have the ability to um, accept payment that way um, and or the book drive. So if people are looking to mail books into us, all they need to do is PM us and we can send an address for them to ship those out to. Um, and then for Swoosh, so we are, of course, um, a new sports organization and our young athletes are in need of um, basketballs for practice. We are going to be needing warm-up gear coming up into the fall and winter season, um, headbands, things of that sort that really help um, kind of push those athletes to that next level, training gear, stuff like that. So if anybody wants to donate that way, um, we don't have a website for Swoosh just yet, but we do have a cash app, which is just dollar sign Swoosh Athletics. Um, and they can reach out to me directly too if they want to provide something that's specific um, or customized or whatever the case may be. Uh, we've had a lot of really incredible people step up to donate. 
our uniforms, our backpacks. We had water bottles that were provided for our team. We had a highlight video that was done and pictures as well. And so it's been so incredible, but we are loving that people are getting involved and stepping up to help our um, our community and our youth grow. Yep, and like I said, hey, and we'll have all of Rachel's information below on the ticker right now. As you can see, if you're watching this on video, audio, if you see the description on the page on, on the description page of this episode, you'll see all of Rachel's contact information and how you can donate not only to Youth First but Swoosh Athletics as well. So, uh, Coach Rachel, uh, it has been a pleasure talking to you today. It has been my, uh, like I said, we are childhood friends, and this is a a conversation that I didn't think that I would be having with you, but I, I love how it's coming full circle uh, to where, you know, just me personally uh, being that project kid who went to a, a, a camp where I thought I was looked at differently and you just said, hey, you know what, I'll be your friend. And here we are, you know, years later, coming back full circle. Yeah. You, you still doing that great love and just community and enjoying how much you love people. So uh, with that being said, thank you, uh, Rachel, not only for being a friend, but also giving back to the community and showing these girls and kids how important education and athletics can be. Hey, guys, what you join the conversation with us, make sure you go uh, to our website. Uh, make sure you check out all Rachel's stuff, too, as well. We'll have all her stuff as well. But until then, uh, you go to our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. It's S-T-R number 8-U-P-showpodcast.com. Uh, if you want to go through us to get Rachel's donation, we'll make sure she gets it. Uh, if you want to mail us to people back in my hometown and want to give books to Rachel, uh, we'll do that, too. But make sure you want to give back to books uh, because education is very important. And, you know, uh, and I'll tell a little story right quick. Tredavious White, uh, somebody from the uh, NFL, plays the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I used to cover him a lot when I covered sports in Shreveport. And the fact that he turned down the NFL draft just to stay at LSU uh, because he knows where we come from in Shreveport, uh, education is not very, it's not, it's not, it's kind of frowned upon a bit. It's not easy to come by. Uh, so it's people like him and Rachel that put education to the forefront over athletics, but still can be athletic. Uh, that is what our community needs right now. That, you know, so it's getting off the streets because, you know, not everybody has a great background, but when it comes to the healthy community, I'm telling y'all, we can make a difference. And you can see people like uh, Tredavious White in the NFL. You can see people like the Candace Parkers and uh, especially Brittany Griner, people like those who, who have these different backgrounds, but they're still making a difference with the health of the community. So we want to encourage you to join the conversation, join the fight. Until then, there's only one rule on our show. You got to be straight up. There we go. All right. See ya. <laughs>